Hello and welcome to 10 Minutes on Let's End Poverty, a podcast from the Joint Public Issues team. My name is Annie and I'm the JP intern for this year. And joining me today is Hannah, the Anti-Poverty Movement Coordinator for the Methodist Church. And we're going to be talking about Let's End Poverty, a new movement made up of organisations and individuals working together for a future where poverty can't keep anyone down. So Hannah, why does ending poverty matter to you? For me, my faith is a really big part of that. And I believe in the inherent dignity and value of all people. And I believe that poverty is something that um, disrespects that dignity and holds people back from living the kind of full life for which they were created. And I think um, I felt really privileged to have conversations with a range of people now who are currently experiencing the ongoing struggle against poverty. That is something that shapes their life and their decisions on a daily basis. And one of some of the things that have really struck me are around how poverty rids you of choice and of opportunities and the ability to have control over the choices you make in your life. And particularly a fear for people that that's something that's going to affect future generations as well. They didn't want their kids and their grandkids to experience the same thing. And so I think it's a combination of that motivation from my faith, but also from hearing stories of people uh, and from people who are currently experiencing that struggle. And um, that really pushes me into this work. So what is the Let's End Poverty movement? What's the story with that? Over the past um, couple of months, a number of people and organisations have come together because uh, we have been kind of drawn together by a vision and a recognition that poverty doesn't have to exist in the UK. It is a problem that is solvable, it's avoidable, but over many years, our society has been built in a way that traps people in hardship and it keeps them there. And both the pandemic and the cost of living crisis and a number of other factors have compounded a kind of long-term trajectory that means that poverty is not just rising in our communities in terms of the number of people experiencing poverty, but it's deepening and more and more people are being trapped in destitution and the, the hardest form of poverty because of these kind of varying crises. And I think it's that recognition of the problem, but also a recognition that actually the communities that we're part of are ready for change. Um, Christians Against Poverty did some youth of polling and found that 88% of people think more needs to be done in their communities to tackle poverty. Um, I know from speaking to people in my community and the people the church works alongside that we're not prepared to put up with a society where poverty persists. And I think it's that combination of a growing problem, but also a deepening commitment from people to say that actually we're ready for, for something different. And I think um, one of the things that we recognise is that there are lots of solutions out there. There are lots of great organisations and charities and groups who are working on proposals that kind of paint out the roadmap. What What is the way to get to a UK without poverty? But what's really missing is the political willingness of our political leaders, our MPs, particularly in the House of Commons, to pick up those tools and work with them and to make it a priority that actually we need to see better commitment to holistically tackling poverty, to recognising all of the things that keep people in poverty and tackling them, not just the uh, the symptoms of poverty, but the causes of it as well. So we kind of uh, have been working with a group of organisations who share that vision and a group of people from communities who share that vision and have recognised that as the next general election approaches, we need to see more from our political leaders right now Poverty is absent from political debate. Um, we have potentially, you know, six to 12 months maybe before the election to make poverty an issue 
for our political leaders to see our communities care about it, but to make it something that becomes a vote-winning issue, where actually our political leaders see that our communities care enough to ask and call for something to be done um, with the power that they have. And so I think um, it's that motivation, both of the kind of long-term trends of poverty existing in our communities and the urgency of this moment that means we want to see something happen. So that's how we've kind of ended up at Let's End Poverty. Um, we are talking about kind of building a new social movement around this vision to see poverty ended in the UK. Um, that brings people together from all different backgrounds, from communities, uh, from organisations, from unions, from businesses, from faith groups, to say that we believe in a future where poverty can't hold anyone down and we want our political leaders to commit to the same thing. So really we're trying to bring a diverse group of people together behind that vision and to get equipped, to get skilled up, to get resourced, to make that call really loudly and boldly particularly in the next few months running up to the general election, but also in the longer term as well to hold our, our leaders accountable. You've talked a bit about the general election, but why else is now the right time for this to emerge? I think it's a compounding thing of those kind of three factors that we talked about, the, the fact that poverty is rising in our community. So we know that currently 14.4 million people in the UK are experiencing poverty and 4.2 million children were in poverty in the year running up to April 22. It, that is a, a problem that is growing. It's not getting smaller. We're not eradicating poverty. And that's just unacceptable. You know, the Trussell Trust gave out close to 3 million food parcels last year. That was a 37% rise from the year before. This is um, snowballing as a problem in our communities. And that builds up that sense of urgency to do something about it sooner rather than later. That recognition that people want change. We know that our communities are ready for change. We just need to work out how to capture that voice and that call to have a bigger impact. And recognising as well that an election isn't a, a small opportunity, it's quite a big one where politicians are listening to communities a little bit more, um, but also communities are a little bit more aware of what political leaders can do for them. So actually in the longer term movement we want to see towards ending poverty in the UK, it's not just going to take a year, it's going to take a long time. This is a key moment to almost springboard into long-term change, picking up on some of those particular conditions that mean we're more attuned to the problem and perhaps we're also more attuned to what solutions we need to see to make a difference. So how would I get involved in that same poverty? So I've talked about it being a social movement and perhaps the language around that feels a little bit different to kind of a campaign that JPIT might normally run or some of our partners might normally run. Um, because actually what we're trying to create is a collaborative space where people can come together to shape the change that they want to see, to shape the movement that they want to see. So really, Let's End Poverty should be a space and is a space that is for everyone. So if you as an individual are inspired by this, this vision and want to do something about it, you can come on board in your own right and bring everything that you have to offer to be part of the movement. But we're also looking for church churches, for church groups, for social action groups, for districts and synods and regional associations to come and get on board as a collective to put their energy and their weight behind this um and i mean i'll talk a little bit later about the ways that you can practically do that but really what we're looking for is people who are committed to this vision and want to come on the journey with us but it feels like we're in the really early days of the journey and we want people to bring everything that they're already doing, all the expertise that they already have from being in their communities, from working with their communities for change in the food bank, in the debt centre, 
in all those different ways into collaboration with others to strengthen this this message that we have to share. So um, you can go to the Let's End Poverty website and sign up and that brings you into our kind of network of individuals getting involved. If you're a church or a group who want to get involved, there's a sign-up form for that too. And then really the next step is to meet with others, not just to kind of um, sit by ourselves and do it, but to get connecting, to meet others, to be inspired by others. And we're running regular Zoom calls to, to do that, where you can actually connect with other people and hear a little bit about their motivation too. And so all the details for that are on, on the website. So I think really we're just saying that ahead of 2024, ahead of the, a year when an election will probably happen, we want to bring people together. We want to get equipped. We want to build our numbers and grow in our skills so that we're ready to respond to the opportunities that will arise to say that you know, we want to see change happen around poverty. Thanks. Can you just remind people where to find out this information? Yeah, so just head over to letsendpoverty.co.uk and you can find everything, including the sign-up form there. Well, thank you so much, Hannah, and thank you for listening to 10 Minutes On from the Joint Public Issues team. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then please do share it around. And you can find more from JPIT on our website, jpit.uk. That's jpit.uk.